In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Welcome back to Call Waiting. It's me, Robin Shaw. Hello, everyone. How are you? It is very exciting because I am leaving on tour. This is this is it. I've been telling you guys about this tour for so long, and now it's starting. Uh, Detroit, I will see you guys on Sunday. There's still a few tickets left, so if you want to come, go to my website, robinshaw.com. There's still tickets left for Vancouver and Phoenix as well, and New York City is getting so close to sold out. Thank you, everyone, so much. I'm in uh, Town Hall for the New York Comedy Festival in November. 5th. Again, if you want tickets, it is at www.robinshawl.com. Okay, now let's get to today's topic. I'm so excited. It is holiday hiccups. So I'm opening up my lines. I'm going to hear from you guys about some crazy things that have gone down during the holidays. Now, I was thinking about it. What crazy things happened to me on the holidays? And the, the thing, I don't know if this is crazy, but I got so much crap online from you guys. So I now live in a one-bedroom apartment. For eight years, I lived in a tiny, tiny studio, so no people came over. So I literally had one fork, one spoon, and I don't even know if I had a knife, but maybe I had a knife. I didn't have utensils. I never even had chairs, okay? So then during the pandemic, I got this beautiful one bedroom because everything was so cheap. And so now for all the holidays, my parents are like, Robin, can you host it? So I remember in 2021, I said, yes, I will host Thanksgiving. Leave it to me to say, (laughs) invite everyone. No, but it was also during the pandemic. So I was like, what is it going to be like? Four or five people? Not a big deal. I'll only be short three or four forks. (laughs) So Thanksgiving was like maybe 12 hours away. And I got like a little chicken, no, turkey. What do we do for Thanksgiving? A turkey. I got a little turkey from the supermarket. I got a little asparagus, a little stuffing, you know. So then I'm showing the food I got. And it was supposed to be my mom, my dad, security, my other brother, CIA. That was it. It was supposed to be the four of us. I was like, okay, all kidding aside, I can handle that. And I, I didn't I didn't have enough utensils, but I was like, it's family we could eat with our hands, you know, finger food, <laughs> turkey finger food. I showed you guys my spread and everyone was like, Robin, that's not enough for five people. And I was like, that's not enough for five people. And then my mom called. She was like, that's all the food you got. And I was like, what? She's like, that can't fit nine for nine, 10 people. I was like, who's nine, 10 people. I forgot my CIA is married and his wife was coming. I didn't know she was coming. I thought she was going to her family. And then my aunt and uncle were coming. And then two other family members were coming. And I was like, oh, great. So now I don't have seating. I don't have utensils. And apparently I don't have enough food. So I go. I go get some plastic utensils. I go get some more food. I still don't have enough chairs. No no one's going to be able to sit for this meal. And then I show you guys again online. I said, don't worry, everyone. 
one. I got more food. And again, you guys are like, Robin, that's not enough food. So I had to go out again. And then I opened the door and my aunts and uncles brought their kids. So now there was like 15, 16 people and not enough food and not enough forks and not enough seating. But I actually think it turned out okay. We'll ask security if it was okay. At least everyone told me they had a lovely time, but they could have been lying. I think we've done one holiday since. So for me, I haven't had crazy holiday adventures. I just know no one wants to come to my place anymore because apparently I don't have enough food. And I actually stand by that. If you don't have enough food, that's a sign of a bad party. Security. Yeah. What do you think of that Thanksgiving? I stood a lot. <laughs> no, actually, I remember when I got there, you told me, you just stand while you eat it. You're eating. And I go, okay, I'll stand while and I eat. And then I said, give up your seats. Yeah, I, yeah. I stood. I stood while we ate. Yeah. And you know the box, because I have this like box where I hide my laundry in. Mm-hmm. We use that as yep. a seat, but I kept my laundry in it. So whoever sat on it must have smelt it. It wasn't me. I stood. <laughs> I stood the entire Time. I was told you not to eat. Yeah. I said, don't I had eat. A, but I had a plate. <laughs> it was empty, but I had a plate. I had plates because Oprah gave mm-hmm. me plates. Yeah, I, I had a plate. Tell me you're like, Oprah gave you plates? Yeah, when I first went viral, Oprah sent me all of her favorite things, and one of them was plates. So I had no forks and knives, mm-hmm. but everyone had plates. And no we seats. Done, we did one holiday since. Didn't we do like a, a Passover. Passover? Passover. Yeah. Everyone was able to... No, well, was no, it what I was in? No. no, some people sat on my couch. Yeah, some people sat on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I'm the I'm the holiday hiccup. I'm the, so today's episode is called Holiday Hiccups. H H, and I cannot wait to talk to you guys. Did you have any um, holiday disasters? I went to this Thanksgiving dinner <laughs> once. <laughs> Oh, funny. So, guys, if you ever want to call in, make sure you're following me on Instagram and TikTok at Robin Shaw Comic. That is where I say the topic every week. And if you have a good story, obviously, always call in. We want to hear from you. All right. Let's open up the line, security. Okay, Robin, we got Eileen on the phone. Hi, Eileen. Hey, how are you? Welcome to Call Waiting. I'm so excited to talk to you guys. I'm so excited to talk to you. So today's episode (laughs) is holiday hiccups. So what story do you have for us? All right. So, okay. So I'm going to try to be brief, but I'm never brief about anything. So I apologize in advance. (laughs) Okay. So picture it. Okay. Me, my husband, my family's really big, lives about two hours west of us. His family's super small, lives about two hours east of us. So most holidays we spent with his family especially Thanksgiving, because it was pretty much just his mom and dad, right? And this one year, finally, like, my family got it together to have a celebration the day after Thanksgiving. So I was, like, so excited, finally going to see them on this big holiday. And my, like, my husband and my kids were all going to go down there the day after Thanksgiving. To kind of make our lives easier, I think, still not sure, his parents decided to spend Thanksgiving at our house, like, the day of, and then they were going to leave early next morning. We'd head out to my family. Make sense? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. So what happened was they're kind of like, like really classy people. And I'm always kind of nervous to go there a little bit because everything's done like right with China and everything. So my husband got some really nice like bourbon and it was all like good or whatever. Well, him and his dad like really enjoyed the bourbon. And I went to bed a little bit early. Woke up at one in the morning. My husband was asleep. Very proud of him for going to bed because he had to deal with the kids in the morning. And wake up at one in the morning to this loud, like, crash. And we're like, oh, gosh, something happened. Probably his dad, you know, 
drink a little too much to try to find your way to the restroom. Then we heard another little bit of a boom, and we're like, oh, well. <laughs> we rolled over and went back to sleep. Didn't check on anyone, of course. Right. So. <laughs> like, why would we? And we wake up the next day. And I wake up the next day, and it's a little later than it should have been. So, I, you know, we had young kids at the time. So I was like, oh, my gosh, like, I supposed to get people together. And I come downstairs, and, like, my coffee's already made, and, like, the kids are dressed. And I was like, and I yelled to my husband, like, where are your parents? And they're like, oh, they left early. They just want to get out of our way. And I look up at the ceiling in the kitchen, and there's, like, a little bit of water dripping down. And there's a crack. And I'm like, what? What happened? And I go upstairs and my husband's cleaning up the bathroom floor. His dad had fallen in the middle of the night and fell so hard. The toilet bowl got pushed off, like, like moved. And like the water from the toilet was sinking <laughs> down into the kitchen. I didn't even know that was possible. <laughs> I didn't either. I Wait, so he, he slipped and kicked the toilet bowl? Was no, he on the toilet bowl he, and was pushed? He was taking a pee. He was peeing and the pee was so strong, it moved the toilet bowl. (laughs) (laughs) That is Superman (laughs) pee. (laughs) But I think it's more that he was just like a big guy and he (laughs) fell forward. (laughs) Okay, so he was peeing, fell while he was peeing onto the toilet and kicked the toilet, even though it's bolted down. (laughs) (laughs) Even though it's bolted down. And he's a big guy, but like, Still, like, I don't know what kind of bourbon that was. so now that crash you heard in the middle of the night must have been really loud that you slept, that you decided not to get up and check on. Well, (laughs) well, the best part was the first crash was actually him. This isn't the best part. This is actually kind of, I feel bad for him. He fell down the stairs because our guest was on the the floor. What the hell is wrong with him? He, he had quite the drunk. evening. So first he fell down the stairs. <laughs> then later he was peeing and fell onto the toilet. Have we gotten this man checked? Is he okay? It was, the same, it was the same trip. Okay, so he was going down to use the bathroom when he fell and then fell again. Wait, was this the bourbon? So like was, Is this all because of bourbon? It was absolutely the bourbon. <laughs> like, we, like nobody in our family will touch this brand ever again. <laughs> Like, unless, of course, you, like, want to move a car off of a child or something. (laughs) So what happened when the toilet, so the toilet then was off its spot and then it started leaking? It started leaking into, like, yeah. So what happened is it's, like, right above the kitchen. And my husband had to explain to me three times, so I really am sorry. But, like, next to the toilet broke when the, with the move. It's a plastic pipe. So it cracked. And then, like the edge that was not lined up with the pipe anymore just leaks like into the floor. Wait, but my, hold on, hold on. I have a question. This, uh, I don't understand the mechanics like you, but my question is, <laughs> did did he push the toilet over and then he left? No, the toilet didn't get pushed over. It just got pushed to the side a little. So it's like angle. Potato, potato. But the question is, you're, yeah. your father-in-law then left? He didn't, yes. Well, he explained what happened to my husband. Yeah. He didn't explain it to me. Because that would be like the ultimate move is to knock someone's toilet over and just sneak out the next yeah. one. That's the thing I would do. Like, I, I, this wasn't, well, no, I did go to a bathroom once at a gas station and overflowed and I quickly ran out. Because, but that's like, besides like a different situation, that's not, nor here or there. But like, if a toilet bowl fell over, I would let the person know, probably. I actually don't know, like, 
if he realized it, I come to think of it, I don't even know if he did tell my husband or if my husband found it first <laughs> because we never talked so good again. Oh we my God. Because <laughs> what happened was my husband ended up being like, this is the, the singer. He was like, I can't come to your parents. I can't come to your families now. I have to stay home and fix the toilet. And this thing that I have been looking forward to forever, he totally, like, my family stresses him out really bad. So he didn't have to go and get stressed by my family. Oh, so this was an inside still, job. <laughs> this was yeah, an was inside really job. Funny. He unscrewed the toilet. Never, he got his father drunk. He planned this all. <laughs> you just, oh, oh my I just, God, I just right. cracked the you're code. Right. You did. Thank you so much for sharing your holiday hiccup with us because this was this was wonderful. (laughs) Oh, good. I'm so glad I got to talk to you guys and enjoy the rest of your show. Okay, bye. I think I actually shared this story on the podcast like episodes ago. I stopped at a gas station. I was driving home from Yukon for one of the holidays and I had to go to the bathroom so bad. And so I go into a gas station. I said, can I please use your bathroom? And they said, oh, it's out of order. I said, you don't have another one? He goes, just the one behind me. That's for employees. I said, please, I just make a quick, quick pee and then I'll leave. But I didn't have to pee. I had the other one. And so... (laughs) And so then I go, and then I go, and then I flush, and then it starts overflowing, and it's right behind the counter. Like, it's, like, feet away from him. So then I was like, what do I do? What do I do? So I just open the door, and I run, and I go, thank you! And then I just get in my car, and I drive away. And I think about this at least once a week, and it's been about 20 years. And you left them with no working <laughs> toilet in the entire Her place. Her father-in-law did it. I can do it. Stop with your judgment. All right, we'll do the next call. All right, Robin, we have Emily on the line. Hi, Emily. Hey, Robin. How are you? I'm good. Welcome to Co Waiting. Thank you. So today's topic is holiday hiccups. So what do you have for us? Oh, boy. Well, (laughs) (laughs) in 2011, I broke my leg on Thanksgiving by tripping over a garden fence, like a little edging fence along a sidewalk Uh at a house that was on top of a hill. And my big booty and the momentum it had kept going while my foot stuck in the fence and oh, I rolled no. head over foot down this hill and it all felt like it happened in slow motion and I slammed into a park wait the fence came with you no but my I was wearing Minnetonka moccasins of all things <laughs> okay. on Thanksgiving and the moccasins got stuck in the fence my foot came out but I had already started that forward momentum roll yeah and just Went down the hill, slammed into the parked car, finally got my bearings, realized both my shoes were gone. My glasses had flown off at some point. My dad saw the whole thing happen, and I remember just, like, hearing him in slow motion, Emily, (laughs) like, as I'm going head over foot down the hill. What year was this? It was 2011. It's a shame. If this was 2023, you would have gone, there'd been 20 videos of this and you would have gone super viral. Oh, I'm sure. (laughs) And my mom was still inside. You know, she was chit-chatting and bringing up the rear as we were leaving. And he's like, I'm going to go get your mother. We need to go to the hospital. And I was like, don't make a big deal out of it. Just tell her we need to leave. Because there's like 25 people in this house, right? Yeah. 
And instead, he runs in there screaming his head off that I <laughs> fell and my leg might be broken and we need to leave now. And every single person runs out of that house. Oh, my God. And is watching me sitting there looking for my shoes, looking for my clothes. <laughs> Sometimes, like, that's so much worse than the actual, like, injury. When I see someone fall on the street, I, okay, if it's an old person, I'll run and help them, okay? But if it's just, like, a young person, then I won't because I'm, like, they're embarrassed. I don't want to add to the the shame of falling. Right, right. Like, which is worse? Falling or like everyone, or everyone be like, Oh my fall. God, you just fell. Are you okay? You know, again, if it's someone's like hurt, of course I'm not an asshole. I'm going to help. But it's like, if it's like, you know, a 30 year old, 40 year old, don't just like trips. I'm like, you know what? I don't need to hurt them more by like, you know, oh my God, are you okay? I Look, I agree. So does everyone come out and like fuss over you? Oh, yes. And it was it was and that made it worse because it was another 20 minutes before we left because everyone was each person was bending down. Are you okay? Are you okay? Oh, my God. We finally get to the ER. Yeah. And since it's Thanksgiving, they didn't have an MRI technician on staff and they took an x-ray and said nothing's broken. You might have just torn something like see your general practitioner on Monday. But the problem was I was living in Ohio at the time and I was just in the area for Thanksgiving with my family. <laughs> so like I had to fly back to Ohio and then I couldn't because my leg was broken. Oh my <laughs> they misdiagnosed God. it because they wouldn't do an MRI. It was this huge big thing. <laughs> the fact that it happened on Thanksgiving. Well that is a holiday hiccup. But then you have a story for the rest of your life. Uh, oh my gosh. All right, well, yeah. Emily, thank you so much for coming on Call Waiting. Oh, my pleasure, Robin. We love you. Your kids love you. It was great. Love you, too. Bye. Well, you know what I was just thinking about? So years ago, it had been, I don't know, 10 or 11, me and my mom went down to New Mexico because my aunt, uncle, and cousins were staying there for a summer, and me and my cousins were playing tag, and the neighbor's German Shepherd jumped out of the bushes and bit my butt, and so then all of a sudden, you know, I was like, ah! So then my mom and my uncle brought me into the house, and all the neighbors came, and they, like, pulled down my pants to look and examine my butt, and like, did the skin break? I don't know. I see the teeth. I'm like, can someone get me actual help? And they were just like, there was like 20 people just staring at my ass before anyone called the doctor. And as you mentioned it, thank God it was in 2023 because she mentioned everyone running out. Yeah. They all have cell phones recording or security. That's what I, were you not listening to the call? I was. I, that's I said, what I said. I know. That's what I said. But no, you didn't mention about them running out with the cell phones. Yes, you, I did. You just said you would have gone viral. I said, every, uh, well, in my head, I said it. Well, I can't. <laughs> but through the next call. All right, Robin, we have Michelle on the line. Hi, Michelle. <laughs> Hi, Robin. You're a good giggle. <laughs> Yeah, I have to get used to that. <laughs> um, uh, so, Michelle, today's topic is holiday hiccups. So paint us a picture. Okay. It starts out as a sad story. Well, I guess it stays a sad story. <laughs> um, but okay. I, I'm sorry. I always giggle at anything serious. All right. I, I have my serious face on. <laughs> Tell me your sad story. Okay. No. You don't even need it. I spent my whole life with my serious face on, but now who cares? It's over. Okay. <laughs> you fuck everything. Okay. 
burn it all down. Okay. Yes, life goes on. So when I was a little kid, it was Christmas morning, and we didn't have a lot of money like most people. And we were so excited for Christmas, me and my little siblings, to wake up and get like that one or two gifts each. So I woke up and I heard my parents and they were, you know, their voices were like loud in the other room, but I didn't care because I was waiting for the gift. And when I opened it up, it was the Barbie doll that I wanted. And I was so excited. I said, this is the best Christmas ever. And then my parents continued with their loud voices. And as my father walked past, I said to him, can you help me put the dress or whatever clothing it was on the Barbie doll? And as he did it, he got frustrated because it wouldn't go on. So he broke the Barbie doll's arm and he handed me her arm and her body. And then he said goodbye. And that was the last I ever saw of him. Oh my God. This is is really sad. Yeah, but I mean, it was very sad, but we didn't even know. I was more sad that now I'm holding an arm. Yeah, and it's a like, body. fuck you, Dad. Now you're going to leave. You're going to give me a broken Barbie? Yes, exactly. So he really killed it twice for me on Christmas. <laughs> well, good. I'm glad he's not there to ruin any more toys. Oh, my gosh. So, wait, I have some questions. Wait, do you have, wait, you have siblings? Okay. Did you have siblings? Yes. And, and are you, were you the oldest or youngest or middle? I was in the middle. I had one older and one younger. Now, was him leaving pre-planned or was it the Barbie that pushed him over the edge? <laughs> pushed him over <laughs> I think it might have been the Barbie, <laughs> but uh, no, I guess I think it was spontaneous because you would really do that on one of the major holidays that your family celebrates yeah. and looks forward. Yeah. So, so he left and then, you know, things got really bad <laughs> because, you know, then you're left with a mother with three kids. Yeah. Um, so it, it, it was hard. And so my whole life, I would really dread Christmas where most people would look forward to it. But it was just super sad. Even when I grew up and got married and had my own two kids, it, it was sad. But then years later, I decided, you know what, I'm going to just call him. I have to get this off my back. I knew where he was. He had, was in a different state with a new life and everything. And I called him, but his wife wouldn't let me talk to him. She didn't even tell him, I found out later. Uh, She said, you're probably after money. I said, what money? (laughs) Did you ever get to speak to him? I did eventually, yes. I called back two years later, and I said, this is it. This is my last time at rejection my whole life. This is it, the final phone call. And he answered the phone. I said, hi, it's your daughter. He said, oh, I said, do you recognize my voice? Because it's been a long time. And, of course, he guessed my sister's name. And I thought, oh, my God, I just keep getting rejected. But I said, no, I'm your other daughter. And we talked, and I told him I called years ago, but his present wife wouldn't pass the phone, and he was very upset about that. And he was really apologetic. Like, he apologized. Did he ever say why he left on Christmas? He did. Yeah, he, well, no, not on Christmas. He said that that was a mistake, but it was just in the moment, you know, that, like, things, I guess, were building maybe at seven. I had no idea. I just knew that sometimes you heard loud voices in another room, but you know, you just watch TV or do whatever. Yeah. So we talked and he really heartfelt 
you know, gave me that apology that I was looking for that I never thought I'd get. And he told me that he had cancer. <laughs> he said, of uh, course you do. You deserve it. No. <laughs> oh well, this story, you know what? You're lucky because like, not, not about the cancer. You're lucky because a lot of people don't even get to talk to the people that sometimes leave, you yeah. know? So that's nice that you got some closure. Yeah. And I'm, you know what? To make this story that is really sad into a happy one, I would like to send you a Barbie where the arms are attached. Oh, oh so I'm going to send you, I'm going to send you a DM after the show to get your an address and I'm going to send you a Barbie. You know what? Fuck it. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to buy two Barbies and then on one of them, I'm going to rip off the arms and throw those arms in your gonna... package so you can have a Barbie plus two arms, okay? Oh, that'll be awesome. <laughs> All right. Thank you for calling in. <laughs> thank you for calling in. And get ready for a Barbie with four arms, okay? Because it's coming from I me will. to you. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait. <laughs> okay, thank you, Robin. And thank you for everything you do for all of us. We appreciate you, and we love you and security. He's awesome. Uh, well, he's all right. We... <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you very much. All right. Take, You're welcome. Take care. I'm going to message you after the show. All right. All thanks right. a lot. Bye. You know, you say something sometimes when... You ask for, you confront someone and you're like, don't do it for the, no, the apology. Do it because you need to do it. Yeah. And she actually got an apology. Yeah, which is a lot. You should not, when you're mad at someone and you reach out to them, you shouldn't reach out to them for an apology because you can't control what other people do. If you're going to reach out to someone because you're upset with them, you should do it just because you need to say something, not because you want something from them. Because, But here she did. And no, and she's getting a Barbie with four arms. Which is great. You used to, well, I didn't really have many dolls, but I had one doll <laughs> that you and CIA used to beat the crap out of. Bobo. <laughs> Bobo the doll. My grandfather gave me this doll, which, like, remember, my grandfather used to buy stuff second, third, fourth, fifth hand as mm-hmm. gifts for us. You know, like they were always like from garage sales, and he got me this little baby doll, which I loved, who had lots of dents in it. <laughs> <laughs> we were older brothers. That was our job. So, uh, security our job and was... my other brother, CIA, used to play football. Yeah, like punting my yeah. baby. Maybe Bobo... that's why I don't have kids. <laughs> Bobo goes flying. Oh my gosh. All right, put through another call. All right, Robin, we have Tony on the line. Hi, Tony. Hi. Welcome to Call Waiting. I'm happy to be I'm I'm happy to be here, but embarrassed to tell my story. No, no, don't be embarrassed. Like before talking to you, I, I told people how I blew up a bathroom at a gas station and left. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Okay, I didn't do that. <laughs> okay, so you're you're already a step ahead of me. <laughs> All right, so tell me the story. This is holiday hiccups. So I go to my friend's house. I think I'm 56 now, so this was when I was 20. And this is a really good friend of mine. She said, hey, come over. It's Christmas Day. It's in the evening. They already had their Christmas dinner, and I hung out at their house all the time. So I go over her house, big Irish Catholic family, aunts, uncles, grandma, grandpa, everybody's there. I walk in, I'm saying hi. I lean into the kitchen, and I put my hand you know, to the right and to the left of the door frame to say hi to her mom. And right as, right as I do that, her dad comes up behind me and grabs my waist and says, Merry Christmas. And I go, <laughs> and it was like the loudest whoopee cushion you ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> it was horrible. It was horrible. Wait, you fart? Did you fart on him? I guess he was behind <laughs> me. <laughs> and it was just like loud. It was all air. And everybody in the house, he goes, 
Jesus. And he said my last name because he'd always call me by my last name, which I'm not yeah, out yeah. myself. And he's like, you always, and then someone goes, what did she do? And he's like, she almost blew the house down. And someone's like, what? She farted. And then someone else goes, who farted? Tony farted. And then throughout the house, everybody's like, Tony farted. So it was just, I was so humiliated. And he just grabbed, I mean, it was just so funny. So through the years, because I'm friends with this entire family and they still live in the same community, which they all do too, I randomly run into people and they say, Merry Christmas. And even her dad will say it. Like, <laughs> I think it was probably just this last summer I was at a retirement party for somebody and he walks up and he says, Merry Christmas. And then about a half hour later, I look over at his table and they're all looking over, pointing and laughing because he's telling <laughs> the story. <laughs> you know what, though? So, I here, it, Let me tell you why I actually think this is a beautiful story. Do you know how many men will like, come up and like grab my waist and I'm like, ugh. You know what? But wouldn't it be a beautiful thing if any man that touched a woman, like, yeah. just we've got to fart on him? Like... <laughs> Maybe that's maybe but that's what we say. have to. I know you say you you didn't mind it, like whatever. But I would say if in general, yes. if any time a man grabbed a woman's waist, he got farted he on. <laughs> yes. Then you know if a man's grabbing your waist, he really likes you. <laughs> but I just want to say, I want to put a disclaimer. He didn't grab you in any weird way. It was just like a dad kind of thing where Merry Christmas. Right, right, right. He was sorry he did that. Well, yeah, actually, but he was happy he did it. And then he continued to tease me for years. We were over watching a movie. Funny, it was a Christmas movie. I call it Christmas movie. Die Hard. Yeah. And they pause it because back then we had VHS. So he's like, okay, pause. And I'm like, okay, I have to run to the bathroom. So I stopped to talk to his wife yet again. And he goes, hey, so-and-so, he says my last name. He goes, cut it short. We're starting the movie. And, and the whole family's busting up because here, Merry Christmas over here needs to cut it short. Yeah. He just always would get me on whatever for years. But still, to this day, I'm, everybody says Merry Christmas no matter what time of year it is to me. <laughs> I love <laughs> That's it. My, I, I, I feel security on the line. I feel so lame telling the story, especially after all your what was it? Your your kinks and the, oh, the, whatever. The, yeah, a yeah. Ago. No, this. You know what? This is a kink for a lot of men. Watch, we're gonna have people writing yeah. in saying, "I want to speak to the Merry Christmas girl. Let's get her back on." <laughs> this is a big no industry. I want to be part of. <laughs> Oh my God, do you know how much money we can make if I start pimping you out saying, oh, I got a girl come over and fart on you? This is, God, this is my new side business. Forget the podcast, forget comedy, forget notebooks. I'm going into the pimping out girls to fart on people. Um, all right, well, Merry Christmas. Uh, thank you for coming on the podcast. Merry Christmas to security as well. Have a great day. Right, bye. <laughs> bye. What? I'm having trouble breathing. I'm no, just laughing. I know, I know she was saying it was not done in a creepy way when someone yeah. I'm like, yes, but sometimes, like, you know, like, dad will, like, rub my shoulder. Anytime I, but I just think it would be so good for society if anytime a man touched a woman, they get farted on. Just because I think <laughs> the odds are you don't want to be touched. No. So if 100 times you're farted on and maybe 20 you didn't mean to. I don't want to be farted on, period. Well, then don't hire her. <laughs> Merry Christmas. All right, we'll do another call. All right, Robin, we have Lisa on the line. Hi, Lisa. Oh, Robin, my new BFF. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm so good. Where are you calling San from? San Francisco. Oh, okay. Did, Francisco. You, did you see me while I was there last year? 
No, and disappointing. I need to, you need to come back out. I promise I will. I promise I will. Okay, so today's episode is holiday hiccup. So what do you have for us? Oh my gosh, this is hilarious. So Dungeness crab is in, sort of indigenous to San Francisco and it's, you know, every season, it's always right over the holiday is when it starts. And my family does a Dungeness crab dinner the night before Thanksgiving every year. And so um, this, I don't know why I decided my sister is a chef and I always say she got the cooking gene and I got the cleaning gene. I don't even know why I even decided that I would host this thing. Okay. So I'm working for a, uh, I was working for a famous chef at the time and I said, oh my God, I got to host this crab dinner. And he's like, no problem. I'll get all the crabs for you. We'll cook them and we'll pack them all up for you and it'll be great. It would be like, you just did it. And I said, fantastic. So I show up to the restaurant and it's all packed in these sort of restaurant Lexans and it's on ice. And um, we put them in these bags and I'm with my son and I said, oh, I don't want to think up the car. Let's just take the bus home. And he said, sure, no problem. So we're sitting on the bus, Robin. (laughs) We're sitting on the bus and all of a sudden my, my son is like hitting me and he's like, mom, mom. And I'm looking down and there's, there's all this liquid that's sliding (laughs) down the bus. And I was like, oh my God, nobody's going to notice. It's fine. It's fine. Nobody's going to notice. The next thing you know, the bus driver stops the bus. Oh no. Not at a proper stop. Stops the bus. Comes back to us and he looks at me and he goes, "What's in the bag?" And I said, "Oh, I'm sorry. It's just some, um, it's just some water, right? Um, we have some things that are packed." In. He looks at me and he goes, "Is that crab?" And I said, "Yes, sir. It is." He's like, "That is crab juice." And I said, I, "I'm so, I'm so sorry." He's like, "Get off my bus." And I was like, "Oh my god." So, you know, only in San Francisco, right? Like if we were in a normal city, we would, you know, the crab, it would just be a little puddle, like at our feet. No, yeah. we were going to, a little crab we puddle. We going through China, Chinatown, <laughs> up through Knob Hill, up through Pacific Heights. <laughs> so when you walked off the bus, was there like a trail of juice following you? <laughs> it was terrible. It was terrible. So we hop off the bus. Okay, whatever. We tell my family, they're just like, oh my God, only you guys, blah, blah, blah. Thanksgiving comes, fantastic day. My sisters say, let's go down to, the day after Thanksgiving, let's go down to Union Square to go shopping. And I was like, okay, great. Black Friday, no problem. So we're standing at the bus stop and they're like, oh, wouldn't it be funny if it was the same bus driver? I'm like, oh, no such chance. I said, it's a different route. We're taking a different bus. It's going to be fine. So I look. And just to make sure, I look, and I'm like, okay, great, different bus driver. This bus is packed. So half my family goes to the back. My my son and I are up at the front. And um, he, we, we probably went about three or four stops, and all of a sudden my son's face gets really red and his eyes get really big. And he goes, oh, my God, Mom, the bus driver just got on the bus. I go, what do you mean? He goes, the guy that kicked us off <laughs> just got on the bus. And I was like, what is happening? So I said, don't make eye contact. Don't look. Don't look. So the guy shimmies his way all the way to the front to see his coworker, the bus driver, who he was going to replace at the next stop. And I'm like, oh, my God. He looked right at me. 
And I was just like, oh, this is not good. So I handed my son $20. (laughs) Go give that guy a tip. And he goes, what? I go, go give the guy a tip. And I said, and apologize and tell him we're so sorry about the crab juice. (laughs) (laughs) Caps him on the shoulder. The guy turns around and Liam goes, I'm not sure if you recognize. He goes, oh, I know who you are. (laughs) (laughs) Crab juice. My my mom mom wants me to give you money for cleaning up the crab juice. The guy goes, oh, you think I cleaned up that shit? He goes, two stops later. He said, the rookie, we got a new rookie bus driver. I handed him <laughs> a roll of paper towels. <laughs> you know how I like, you know how like in post offices, there's like, you know, warrants. Like they show like the wanted posters, right? You know, at the bus station, your face. And it says like, crab juice lady, <laughs> if you see her. Crab juice lady, banned from buses. <laughs> and that was, so, and it's, so my family's always like, you want to host the crab juice? Dinner this year. I'm like, no, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Oh my god, that's but it was so ridiculous. funny. I just like, I, I have just this visual of you just like walking down the street with just like a trail of juice coming out from that is exactly what happened oh it was God. terrible it that's was so terrible. funny but robin thank you so much for brightening our days you are an absolute delight and i will it's on the top of my list next time you come to san francisco oh thank you I'll so you much <laughs> I'll, I'll bring the juices <laughs> All right, thank you so much, and thanks for coming on Call Waiting. Cheers. All right, bye. <laughs> what? All I'm thinking yeah. is in San Francisco, it is so, so many hills. hills. That's I all I'm know. thinking, you know, boom, down. That's how why the driver knew, because it's probably, it slid down to him. Right, right, right. I it was, you know why we remember the hills? Guys, when we went, <laughs> not the, we're not lazy people. We're New no. Yorkers. We walk everywhere. That was hell walking oh. in, San, in San Francisco. Yeah, that was, that was bad. <laughs> wow. First off, crab juice sounds so gross. Very gross. Do you like crab? No. <laughs> you don't? No. You always eat mommy's crab, fake crab. Does she eat fake yes, crab? Yes, it's like fake Why crab. Why does mom only eat fake foods? Like I don't she eats know. fake cheese, fake crab. Like, you know, a lot of people go, I don't eat processed. My mom will only <laughs> eat processed. <laughs> if it's natural, like she won't eat broccoli, she'll only eat artificial broccoli. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Is there such thing as artificial broccoli? I don't know, but I'm sure Bobby <laughs> eats it. If my mom's eating it, it's artificial. Yes. All right, let's do one more call. Okay. All right, Robin, we have Tammy on the line. Hi, Tammy. Hi, Robin. How are you? I'm good. Welcome on to Call Waiting. I am so excited to hear your voice. I'm excited to hear your voice. So we are doing holiday hiccups, and I I guess you have a good one? I do. It's um, (laughs) one that's discussed quite often. Um, (laughs) Paint paint us the picture, Tammy. (laughs) Let's see it. So um, this goes back to our, our Thanksgiving when I was much younger and my uncle Ted coming in, uh, he was carrying like a newspaper or a magazine or something and kind of like drew attention. So we all just like kind of just glanced him and he ran right over to my other uncles and then all of a sudden you hear, what the fuck? And they all start laughing and then we we later find out during dinner that my uncle Ted did not want to miss Thanksgiving but he was also nursing a erection um, that he had had for about 24 hours by taking Viagra. Oh, and my God. 
my God. <laughs> came to Thanksgiving with a full-on erection, um, but did give her the, you know, what everybody's thankful for, and he did eat his dinner, and <laughs> he did go right to the ER afterwards, but... Were people laughing? Was everyone like... Ooh. Oh, my God. We, it was hysterical. We could not stop discussing it, and he was obviously mortified once it got around the, the uh, design room table what was going on. Hysterical. Oh, my God. And <laughs> Holy shit, he, he brought the wishbone. That is. <laughs> oh, oh my god, god that's hilarious. So did you for every holiday from that point on, did you guys laugh and make fun of him? Always bring it up. Every time he comes in, <laughs> we're always like, Did you did you bring the bone or not? Like <laughs> I, I literally know nothing about Viagra. How long is it supposed to last? Like how many how much did he take that it lasted for so long? I, I don't know. I think it was his first time trying something he was just surprised because I but I think he actually did not follow doctor's instructions. <laughs> I think if it lasts more than two let's hours. Get him on, let's get your uncle on the line. Let's get some follow up <laughs> I have a bunch of follow up questions for him. <laughs> We need to call Uncle Ted. <laughs> get Ted. Security, get Ted on the line. Get Uncle Ted on the line. <laughs> I need to know how much he took, at what time, and what do you expect to happen. So, because, like, my question is, okay, okay this is what I want to ask Uncle Ted. If you take it and then don't have sex, does it just stay for that whole time? Like, forever? It'll just stay. Yes, I believe it just stays. From what, from my perspective, from what I've heard. <laughs> You're like, I really didn't speak to Uncle Ted in detail about it, Robin. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. Well, when we do our uh, Viagra special, make sure Uncle Ted calls in, okay? I sure will. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much for calling in. This was perfect. This was the perfect holiday hiccup. Awesome. Enjoy. Bye, security. This was the perfect holiday. This is the perfect holiday hiccup. Like it doesn't stop. <laughs> oh, security. <laughs> security looked at me like I was like having like something wrong with my brain. No, no, no. It was a joke. He got concerned. <laughs> Oh, it's okay. Thank, thank you so much for calling in. Absolutely. Take care. Thank you again. Bye-bye. Okay. Send my best to Uncle Ted. I sure will. Thanks. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> what did you think? I was making uh, a joke. I know. No, I, I, you look so concerned. I did. <laughs> um, wait. So, you know what? Like, I forgot who it was. So, guys, so security, you know, picks up the phone and he gets like, you know, the name and and and, and then he puts it through to me. Right. He also has a computer, which like says who's calling in. All right. Now, you guys don't hear this, but security speaks to the person on the phone for a good like 30 seconds to a minute before he puts them through to me. Now, I just heard like the last one or was the person before I can't remember who was like, I'm so excited to talk to you, meaning you. Yes. But then didn't do that for me. <laughs> Which is like, I just want you to know, because I know I don't throw out tons of compliments, mm -hmm. but I got a message the other day from someone very angry with me. Why? Saying, I like securities and segments. Speaking of. Oh, no. <laughs> Not another one. <laughs> No, and 
you know, for Rosh Hashanah, we saw our family friends and, uh, you know, shout out to Barbara, Lauren, Allison. They listen to the podcast every week and they were saying, we love securities and segments. I, I don't know. Guys, write in. Is it just me? <laughs> <laughs> Is it just me who wishes I wasn't here for these last five minutes of the show? But I just want you to know, because I don't, you know, I don't want you to get a big head. Okay, no, Because you did drop two calls today. (laughs) I did. I did. I did. But I just want you to know, people do appreciate you on the show. Thank you. Okay, give me your... I'm going to take this all back. All right, this game is called Uncle Ted. All our uncles. <laughs> Don't worry, Uncle Jay. We're not going to have you come play Uncle Ted. Okay. All right. So, what's the game? Is it a game or is it a new segment? What are we doing? It's a game. It's a game that, you know, I wouldn't call it maybe it's a holiday game, but like it's a game that, you know, or arguments, you know, people have at the holiday table. You know, a question like, oh, how, any trivia question, maybe before Google came out or the cell phones, but you would argue about I still have no clue what this is. Okay, pitch it. Go. Tell me how to play. So at, at a Thanksgiving table, someone might say, oh, this made the most money, this movie. So... Or you might say, no, it didn't. This made the most money for this actor. So what I did was I got some actors and their top grossing movies. And you got to guess the top three of this actor's top movie. Okay. okay? So like if I said Tom Hanks. I have to give you his top three. Three movies that okay. he made the, most, well, that made the most money. Yeah. All right. Forrest Gump. Uh, that's number three. Um, uh, uh, big. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. <laughs> Wait, let me think. I'll give you one hint. Philadelphia? I, nope. Apollo 13? Yeah, I think earlier. Wait, did I already say Forrest I mean, Gump? Yeah, that yes, was uh, the yeah. right. Um, animation. Oh, um, Toy Story. Which ones? Whatever. One and two, <laughs> three or four. Three and four. There you go. <laughs> really? Three and four three did better four. than one and two? Yes, because if you think about it, you know, all the people that are watching are all older now. They're, you know, uh, so they, is that one, two, and then? Then Forrest Gump. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay, shocking. Okay, Ben Stiller. Oh, my gosh. Um, uh, Zoolander? No, actually, not. I thought that was That's one be, of my favorite movies of all time. That's why I, that's why I got rid of okay. Ben Stiller. Um, meet the... Which one? Called? Which one? The first one. Nope. The... Th- uh, the I guess that's the second one? Meet the Fockers. Meet the Fockers. Was number one. That's the most... Okay. And then... I give up. Something about Mary. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a good and one. And Night at the Museum. Okay, this is a fabulous game. Thank all right, you. next. Okay, uh, Sandra Bullock. Guys, not too late to change your mind. <laughs> <laughs> Sandra Bullock. Okay, I'm going to go um, uh, not Love Potion number nine. <laughs> no. You know what movie that I, is? I know that movie. <laughs> okay. Um, Blindside? Uh, that was number four. Oh, okay. Um, oh, Miss Congeniality? No, it wasn't on there. I'll give you a hint. What? I'm, I'm dropping this. The Charger? No, yeah, well, I'm dropping it, though. Oh, Gravity? There you go. That's that, number two. That was number two. That's number with, two. with uh, George, George Clooney? Clooney? Yeah. Shocking. That was not mm-hmm. the greatest. Okay. Uh, the other one, going very, very, very fast. Oh, Speed. Number three. The, did you just give me I know, because you're game. not getting it. Okay. <laughs> the next, the, her number one, you're not going to get. What? I don't think you ever saw it. What? Minions. No, I never saw it. Okay. What, one more and then we're done? Oh, my God. One okay. more and then we're done? <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. Tom Cruise. Okay. Um, oh, the dun, 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 dun. wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, 
Is that what you're talking yeah. about? Yes. Uh, number three and two. Were, what did I do? Did that, I, I figured it out. I, think it's inside, <laughs> I don't know what you did. I was, but number one just came out recently. I, I don't know the name of the movie. Top Gun. Maverick. Yeah, that one. Was there that number go. one? That was number one. What was two? Uh, Mission Impossible uh, six and and four. That was one, two, and three? Yep. Where did um, Jerry Maguire fall in? No, I couldn't even find That's it. That's a good one. It's a good movie. Yeah. Okay, but, this was really... Anyway, oh, oh you goodness. know what? Someone said I should oh, bring back rating you. Oh, come on. I done. This was a good one. This is a point. Are Don't, we going on the whole episode, or are we just going on this end segment? Well, this end segment with relation egg to... End segment? Egg, what the fuck is an egg segment? <laughs> I, I'll give you a two and a half. For the egg segment? <laughs> out of a million. All right, guys, thank you so much, everyone who called in. If you ever want to call in, I love talking to you guys, so don't be scared ever, because it's the best. It's the best talking to you. So make sure you follow me at Robin Shaw Comics so you can find out the topic every week. If you want to come see me live, uh, Detroit is this weekend. I'm so excited. Go to www.robinshaw.com. All right, guys. Oh, we have another call. Call Waiting is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Basilio Perez and Jorge Morales Pico. Guest booking by Ali Freelander. Be sure to follow me at Robin Shaw Comic on Instagram and TikTok to find out our next topic and learn when to call each week. And give me a ring at 720-72-ROBIN. That's 720-727-6296. Betches.